0: Thinking back causes me to age regress. I embody the kid under duress. I feel his stress like it's fresh. A contradictory process. Oppressed, but somehow bodiless. A mindless corpse with animated flesh. But remembering the caress is the first step of progress. I have to access first before I can process. Transforming suppression into confession is the best way to address all the things I can't quite express. Still, I find it better to admit defeat and eat, to cheat on the diet with a sweet treat, than it is to meet the thoughts that browbeat. You know the ones that compete with the discreet? Take small pleasure now, then vomit to delete. To temporarily silence the drumbeat, of feeling like an afterthought, of feeling incomplete. When when contrasted against my mind, My body takes a back seat. Thus, I would eat concrete if it made some pain obsolete. I'm a wannabe athlete, obsessed with the game but unable to compete. Too anxious to get out of my seat, perpetually needing to excrete. Could I have ever been elite? Perhaps if I wasn't so thoroughly incomplete. Perhaps if I was always given, wasn't always given the proverbial back seat. I know how it feels to be obsolete, to be broken before being complete. Thus the chocolate and the sweet meat, thus the candy and the wheat, thus the chips and the whiskey neat, thus the gluttony, followed by the need to be discreet. (sighs) So that was an excerpt from my latest book, Can't Quite Express, and it relates to what I want to talk about today, but just a little bit on Can't Quite Express. It is a six and a half thousand plus word poem, a monorhyme which basically I share and express all of the thoughts I can't quite express. I started writing this maybe seven to ten years ago. It's been a long journey. Um, and, you know, one of the things that happens with trauma is that when you're triggered, when you're suffering, when you're struggling, the part of your brain that enables speech is blocked off. So I'm perpetually feeling like I can't quite express the trauma. Adding to that, I feel like I can't quite explain what it's like to dissociate, what it's like to process neglect, what it is exactly that I am missing. Because I, the thing that is talking, is the thing that is lacking. So this book, Can't Quite Express, is my attempt to explain what I can't quite express. But nonetheless, it's. It's still incomplete. It's still a process. It's still something that I'm processing. I'm in the process of sort of re-jigging the website, um, explaining my journey, my mission, my values. I'm adding coaching um, into the mix. I'm I'm going to be pushing to get onto other people's podcasts. I'm in a, in a, in a stage of transition. And one of the, the catalysts of this transition is the completion of Can't Quite Express. But... Well, if you're keen on that, it's out as an eBay ebook, uh, paperback audio, and it's received, um, a number one new release for Australian and Oceanic poetry. So it's going quite well. So thank you for everyone that's purchased it. And if you want to grab a copy in any format, I'll chuck a link in the bio. But what I wanted to, to delve into is, is the topic of that little excerpt, this idea of eating and eating disorders and eating issues. Um, this is something I've struggled with. And well, I'm sick of it. I have a a variety of a collection of issues, lots of trauma, not not major trauma, just sort of mild trauma related to food. I felt some aspects and some people in my family only really praised me, only really sort of acknowledged my existence when I ate well. You know, it's sort of like, oh, you know, I I love you for eating all your food, and then you know, back to being ignored. For lack of a better expression, that's, that's obviously a simple summary of the stuff that I went through. And I talk about it in a variety of places. But I want to express what I'm left with. Flash forward to, the, to to now. In addition to all of the other stuff that's been compacted on me. A couple of things have been happening. I will gorge on food as a way to self-soothe. You know, chocolate, um, chips, bad food. Not bad food, just food that you probably shouldn't have in excess of. And just... just eat it. And I struggle to stop. You know, if it's, if a packet's open, I will eat and eat and eat once I've started. It's like, I can't stop at one. And I know a lot of people struggle with this and I'm not saying I'm unique here, but what I do struggle with is to know whether I am full or whether I'm hungry. <sighs> There's a mind body issue that's going in here. And I, I really, I really don't know 100% why. It's a curiosity to me. I think it's a relationship to dissociation triggering off trauma, compacted by, you know, the neglect and the um, other issues that I dealt with. But it's like I'm not fully connected to my body, and my belly holds a lot of trauma. I've always struggled with irritable bowel issues and anxiety, and it's 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 a problem. If I stretch my belly too much, if I strengthen, do, do like sort of sit-ups, that sort of strengthen my belly too much, it causes a trauma response. It's like this there's, there's deep levels of stuff being held in my belly. And that leads me to not knowing, not knowing if I'm if I'm full or not. And this sort of triggers off body issues, you know, not weight issues, just the way I look issues. And and people who who see my body uh compliment me. So know it's not logical, but none of this is logical. It's it's an emotional response. This has led me to have issues with um, binging and purging, with flash dieting, with self-harming, with a variety of these different things. One of the interesting things I find, though, is I am able to sort of cut out food groups. Like, if you said to me, don't eat sugar for a year. Well, I've done that before. (sighs) But what I can't do, what none of the things that I have done prior to what I'm going to discuss today is give me that mind-body connection back. It's not easy. So so what I'm starting to do and what I'm pledging to do is basically count calories. And I know this sounds funny, and there, there is there is a you know some some sort of pushback that I've gotten for talking about this online, but for the next 100 days, until basically the end of the year, um, I think it ends on December 22nd, but I'll probably end up pushing it to the end of the year. Basically, I'm going to just count my calories. I eat pretty well in general. You know, I have a good balance of good, good proteins, fats, and carbs. So I'm not worried about the idea of um, eating a bunch of chocolate and then, like, that's my calories for the day. <sighs> I'll still eat throughout the day, but I'm tracking calories. And what, what I know every time I've tried this is that the moment I do it, the binging stops. Because it puts in this stop stop break. It's like, oh, here you go. Here's the food. This is what you need to eat. But, you know, it, 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 it stops me from just gorging. But I never quite sustain it. But the moment I do, every time I do start it again, it's like, oh, I feel amazing. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel overwhelmed. I haven't been gorging on foods. But then I can't sustain it. It drops off. And... You know, I've 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 talked, I've taught habit change before. One of the things I suggest is, you know, establishing things for a bunch of time, um, you know, months. You know, if you can do it for a month, for months, for a hundred days, ongoing, then it will become an established habit. So what I'm what I'm going to do is this hundred days of calorie counting and just sharing it every day on my social media. I'll be posting, and the reason I'm sort of doing going public with this is because I'm asking everyone. I'm asking you check in. I'm sort of holding myself accountable because it's so easy to just stop. You know, if you establish a new habit, the old habits fall to the wayside. So, so I'm sort of going down that path now. This is in no way me attempting to lose weight. It's in no way me attempting to change my body shape. I'm not starving myself. I'm not eating or not eating certain foods. Um. I will still be having a a, a diet, <laughs> a, a, a normal, regular, just whatever I want to eat. Um, but just with the, the the mindset of counting the calories so I can see what's going in and then I can go, okay, well, given the exercise I've done today, given my normal, given um, the amount of food I've eaten, these feelings I'm feeling show that I am full. It's sort of like backwards logic. It's like okay, well, I don't quite have enough of a strong connection, but I need to reteach myself. Because if you think about it, no one really teaches you. Well, I won't say that. <laughs> I was never really taught how to know or how to judge whether I was full. It was always like, just finish your plate, eat more, good job. I was rewarded for eating more without thought. Something something someone said to me was, you know, if you're given a plate of food, you finish the plate of food, right? Right. But what if that plate was double the size or half the size? You still finish that plate of food. Thus, the serving size you are given is not a good representation of how much you should eat. That's just what's been put on your plate. And yet we we're here over here just sort of judging it's like, oh, I finished my plate. Whatever was on that plate. That's that's not a fair representation. Like what I'm trying to do with my kids is just like give them options. And then when they say they're full, it's like, all right, you're full. Cool. You know, before you have dessert, I want you to have your mains. And if, you know, like that whole whole sort of thing. But, you know, holding space for them and acknowledging that, like, okay, they're full. That's it. What am I doing pushing them to eat more? Makes no sense. And yet in my mind, it's like, oh, I've got to eat more, got to eat more. It's like I I noticed this paranoia about not getting enough food in. What's that about? Makes no sense to me. And yet it's there. Thus... All of these sort of problems combined. But what I've noticed is when I am counting calories, when I am tracking what I'm eating, it's like, okay, I have to stop, pause, note down what I'm eating before I eat it, or as I'm eating it, or just after I'm eating it. And then I get a visual representation. It's like, okay, you've used about 50% of your food for the day. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to exercise a bit more. So that probably makes it I've actually only used about 30% of my food. All right. So I could probably have that same meal again and a bit more. Now I sort of have an idea of what I should be feeling and then I can check into my body and go, okay, these feelings I'm having show me, like if I, if my calories, if I haven't eaten anything or if I've got low calories versus the time, you know, if I've eaten 50% of my calories early morning, half my day's worth, then what I'm feeling is fullness. Alternatively, if I've only eaten 10% of my calories and it's, you know, mid-afternoon, probably need to eat more because what I'm feeling is probably hunger. And in this way, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to train myself. So I guess what I'm asking from you is a couple of things. Number one, just check in with me on social media. I'm asking for social support. My followers, friends, family, whatever, whoever's listening to this, just say, hey, you know, how are you going? Is it, are you still counting those calories um, until the end of the year, until the end of 2022 um and i guess secondly if you can relate to this if you if you've gone through similar issues if you can relate to these these mind body feelings um let me know um because perhaps you've got some insights that that could benefit me and perhaps i've got some insights that could benefit you um i just just trauma is this multi-headed multifaceted um thing you, you deal with one thing and this next thing pops up it's all narratives it's all oh, i was talking to 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 a friend at the gym today and it's like Trauma pops up as narratives. If you grow up and you thought that or you noticed that every adult in your life was angry, you would just believe that all humans are angry. If you notice they were all distant or absent, or well, you're left to fend for yourself, you would have this narrative that you have to fend for yourself. Obviously it's more complex than that, but that's the sort of simpler version. So when you grow up with, you know, complex trauma as I have, with with issues of neglect interspersed with um, fear and all of this sort of stuff, it's like, well, this is how it's expressed. So I guess I'm sort of trying to come to the bottom of it because I'm in you know systematically dealing with certain things over and over and over again and if you've been following me for a while or read my different books or just you know keeping on on track with what I'm doing you'll you'll see that I've been in intermittently addressing different things so I guess you know this is this is a major one something that I've been working with f- for years I've dealt with, and I've sort of overcome issues with addiction to substances. Um, I've dealt with self-worth issues. I've dealt with, um, you, know, you know, agency. I've dealt with like physical sexual trauma responses. I've dealt with a whole variety of stuff. And when I say dealt, it's an ongoing process. Things sort of pop up, and but it's like I know how to manage them and I've got systems in place and I've got rituals and I've, you know, I've got contexts to deal with it. But the food thing has always been like one of the core issues. So anyway, thanks for listening. Um, like I said, if you would like a copy of Can't Quite Express, ebook paperback audio in the show notes, um, but more importantly than that, check in, please ask me, ask me how I'm going, you know, follow up, um, because I'm just going to be putting out the fact, you know, putting out my calories each night, sharing my weight each night and just being like, hey, this is where I'm at. Um, and for those of you that are on board that have already reached out and supported me on this, thank you so much. Um as as sort of my, my my social presence grows I'm receiving more and more care from a lot of people people that I've never met people that I've never interacted with even on online they're still posting messages of support what the fuck like <laughs> thank you so much um I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting space I'm finding myself in. I love the space um, and I hope to be able to be a voice of mentorship and guidance. And, you know, I'm, I've, I've put myself out there that I'm offering coaching and guiding and mentoring. So if you're interested in that, hit me up. But I'm also doing it from a place of realism. You know, I'm not one of these people that will offer my services and be like, hey, everything's perfect. Those people are lying or they've never had a problem. Um, either way, I don't think their services are that valuable. Um, yeah, throwing shade on certain um, online uh, gurus here. What I view is, it's like, hey, everyone's a bit damaged. Everyone's got problems. Let's let's move towards it. Let's let's like pull our resources. Let's 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 share the best books. Let's let's work together. So if you're keen on coaching if you're keen on um you know that sort of stuff hit me up and I'll talk to you about what I've got going on and like I said soon the website will be updated so I'll have it fully explained there so you can check it out anyway thanks for listening um and view the podcast grab a copy of can't quite express and please yeah like I said hit me up and let me know um that yeah you got my back with this eating thing because I hope to be chipping away with it and perhaps at the end of the um 100 days or you know, if something arises I'll, I'll talk on on it in this space again anyway Thank you.